0: if that sounds like a dream come true to you, then welcome to the Shared Teaching Podcast. Let's share in the teaching to make those dreams a reality. Now here's today's Shared Teaching. Hello and welcome back to the Shared Teaching Podcast. I'm your host, Susan, and you are listening to the magical number 50th podcast episode where I am talking about how to plan out your writing workshop schedule even if you only have 30 minutes. So let's go ahead and dive right in. So when it comes to planning out your writing block, you might have limited control over how much time you are given. Now I know in my school district, the amount of time that's allocated to ELA... English language arts is already decided for us. Then my school takes those required minutes and then further separates it into the exact minutes we should have for phonics, grammar, writing, reading, and literacy small groups. So even with this tight restriction on my schedule, I can still plan out my writing workshop to fit my preferred structure. So if you'd like to see what my writer's workshop looks like in a second grade classroom, Then you might want to take a listen to episode number 47, where I talk about writer's workshop um, a day in second grade. So, must-haves in your writing workshop schedule. So, as you're planning out your schedule, you have to think what you really need to have and what you absolutely don't want to give up. So, for me, this includes a mini lesson, a student independent writing time, and share time. Let's talk about the mini lesson. So during your mini lesson, you're only going to have five to 10 minutes to get your main teaching objective across to your students. Since I love using mentor text in my writing block, I try to fit the read aloud of the text at a different time. So it's outside of my workshop time, but maybe I use it like during transitions or when we come back from lunch and I'm reading the text at that time. This saves time for me to have the meat of my mini lesson. So the mini lesson should only have one specific focus. This is going to allow for that short teaching time and help students to really zone in on what you're trying to teach them. The next is independent writing time. So your independent writing time is the most important part of any writing block, and it should also be the biggest chunk of time that you're allowed to fit into your writing workshop schedule day. So you want to plan how much writing time you have based on how long you'd like students to be writing at the end of the year. So this way you won't need to readjust your schedule as you go through the school year. So if you plan for that full amount in the beginning, you can easily build for your young writer's stamina to meet those times. So for example, if you're teaching first grade, you might start with 10 minutes, but by the end of the school year, you wanna make sure they're writing independently for 25 to 30 minutes. So you're building up to that maximum time, and you kind of will fill in the extra time There's never any problem filling in that extra time, so don't worry about it. But you wanna make sure that that's built in your schedule from the get-go because trying to find those extra 20 minutes later on down the road is gonna be pretty difficult. So during independent writing time is also when I hold student conferences. This is why you wanna also have a good chunk of time because not only are the students writing independently, but you're pulling them for conferences. So if you want to learn a little bit about how I set up my goal setting, then take a listen to episode 35, Setting Student Learning Goals, and that's going to explain a little bit more about how I base my small group conferences using my writing goals. Okay, the last must-have component, at least for me, is share time. So as tempting as it can be to simply just skip share time altogether to save some time, please don't. Share time actually teaches students some very valuable writing lessons that they learn from their friends. Sometimes just seeing how another student is writing their story can influence a student to try the same thing, even if their teacher has suggested it like a million times. Just hearing it from a peer really makes them wanna try to do it. Now, share time can take anywhere from five to 15 minutes, depending on how much time you have available in your writing workshop schedule. I currently only have time to squeeze in a really quick daily five minute share. Okay, so now let's go ahead and talk about the different types of schedules that you can fit in. So we're gonna start with a 60 minute schedule. So if you have an hour or longer for your writing workshop, Then you're going to have a very envious schedule. I know I would be very envious if I had at least an hour to teach my writing. So this means you have the most flexibility with how you plan your writing time. When the schedules are much shorter, I recommend teaching grammar exclusively outside of the writing block. Here, however, we're including it inside the writing block. Now, if you visit this blog post at sharedteaching.com, you will be able to see the graphics that I have of how exactly I've set up these times. So I encourage you when you're not driving or doing something that will cause injury to yourself or others while listening to this podcast, then go ahead and look for that so you can see those graphics. Okay, so within that 60-minute writing block, of course, we have my must-have components we have the mini lesson, we have the actual writing time, and we have the share time. And at the beginning of that, we have what I call a grammar warm up. So I don't normally recommend teaching basic grammar lessons within a writer's workshop schedule. Occasionally, I do teach grammar as part of a writing mini lesson, but for me, I think it's easier for first and second graders to grasp those concepts when they are taught independently. So, I do what I call a grammar warm up. Now, this can be within your 60 minute writing workshop. And if you don't have 60 minutes, you're going to do it outside sometime during your day, somewhere else where you can find 15 minutes. <laughs> and that will be just for grammar. So, I start my actual writing mini lesson with a short grammar lesson. So, it's just like the writing mini lesson. Only it's based exclusively on grammar and it lasts about five minutes, sometimes even less. I like to keep things very short and sweet with one main focus. So after the grammar mini lesson, students will practice that skill. And this is the remaining 10 minutes. So five minutes, quick, down and dirty mini lesson on that grammar skill. Maybe it's about adding periods in a sentence. Then 10 minutes they're practicing that skill. Sometimes they're working with a partner to practice. Sometimes they're just writing answers on a whiteboard. Sometimes I'm giving them a little quick skill worksheet. And then we move on to the writing mini lesson. And I kind of like that format because it kind of gives them a nice break and transition. And then I'm like, okay, and now we're starting into writing. Okay, so that brings me to my 45 minute writing workshop schedule. So, this is the writing workshop block that I have. At least I did this 2021 22 school year. I don't know about this upcoming one, but in the past I've had a 45 minute writing schedule. It might not seem like a lot of time and it really isn't, but it is doable. So, the only difference between a 60 minute schedule and the 45 minute schedule is that I have taken out the grammar warm ups. So during the 45 minutes you have for teaching writing, grammar, unfortunately, will have to be taught outside of this writing block somewhere else in your day. So this block is strictly focused on the components of Writer's Workshop, which we've discussed earlier, the mini lesson, the writing time, and the share time. Which brings me to the shortest schedule, the 30-minute writing workshop schedule. So if you only have 30 minutes for teaching writing, It is incredibly tight, but it is still possible to hold a successful writing block using a 30-minute schedule. It just means you'll have to be fully prepared and very clear on what your mini lessons are going to be in order to maximize the time that you have to teach. Now, again, with a shorter writer workshop schedule, you wanna teach your core grammar lessons outside of this 30-minute writing block. And again, I'm going to encourage you when you have some time, go to sharedteaching.com. And if you just go to literacy, you'll see this at the top of the page. If this is a newer episode, when you're listening to it, and you'll be able to find the writing workshop schedules in graphic form so you can look at them easier. Okay. So now maybe you feel like you still don't have enough time to teach writing effectively, like, okay, great, these schedules are all well and good, but I still don't know how I'm going to do a 30 minute, 45 minute or a 60 minute writing workshop block. And this is where you're going to need to free up some time. So maybe you have to start with a time audit of your classroom. Now I walk you through. Different ways to do this, and how I do it in my own classroom with my free email course called Better Teacher Organization, BTO. Get it? Kind of like PTO? I thought it was pretty funny, or punny, I should say. So (laughs) you can sign up for that free email course on the Shared Teaching website, again, sharedteaching.com. And here's how I minimize my transition times that I walk you through in that email course. So my favorite way, of course, is to time students during an activity. So I pick one activity to start with, and maybe it's something like getting out their math books and opening up to today's page number. I time them without saying anything, and I write down that time. Then I share with them that time. I don't make it a big secret. I write it on the whiteboard. I point to it. I say, here's how long it took us to get our math books out and open to the right page. Then I say, next time, let's see if we can beat that time. And that's all the incentive that they need. And they encourage each other to try to beat the time. And they just, they're excited over it. They don't get a prize. They don't get anything, just the knowledge and the happiness of their teacher and classmates for beating their previous time. So before you know it, you can easily change from two minute transitions or longer to 30 seconds or even less, especially if your class is very competitive. Now, another way to free up some time is with your mini lesson preparation. You want to make sure you are fully prepared for your mini lessons. Now, I personally like to plan out my week all the whole week at one time. So I will sit down one day of the week during my prep time. And I will plan out all of my writing lessons for that week. This means all the copies and the charts are ready for the next week before I leave the classroom on Friday. So when I come back in at the end of the week, I have everything I need and I don't have to scramble on, let's say Monday to figure out what I'm doing or what's coming up on Tuesday. It's just, it's there and it's ready. By taking one day each week for something specific to plan for when you have prep, this will help you stay on top of things and stay organized. So being well organized is really the key to keeping the times you have scheduled for your writing block and other schedules or other subjects. Sorry, This way you're not going to find yourself running out of time or borrowing time from another subject to fit it all in. Now by having my anchor charts mostly digital or printable, I save myself time by not needing to create large, fancy anchor charts. Not that there's anything wrong with them, I just don't usually have that much time in order to do them. So utilizing my document camera is a great tool and I use it extensively every single day and it allows the students to see the charts clearly for reference during writing time, if I'm not projecting them, if I'm only putting them under the document camera. Okay, another way to free up some time is in student writing conferences. So consider holding small group conferences rather than individual writing conferences. So you're gonna run it a lot like you would a reading group where you'll have a student spotlight for each conference time, but you're holding those groups and that will maximize the amount of students you can work with each day. So what I mean by student spotlight is similar to your reading group when you just kind of listen in while the students are reading and doing their warm-ups with one student. Maybe you're taking a quick running record on that one student. Think of that in your writing setup. As you're holding your writing small groups, you're just listening in or reading with one student and seeing what they wrote in that piece for that week or whatever it is that you're doing. This means you're gonna be able to get to the whole class on a weekly basis. You're not gonna be scrambling for getting, make sure you have, you know, five minutes for every single kid for a, a conference. Sometimes that's near impossible. So I find that holding small groups. For my writing conferences works so much better another way to sh- free up some time in your writing workshop is share time now contrary to how I originally learned to implement share time and maybe even you <laughs> not every student needs to share independently while this does have some great benefits it is not very practical in today's classrooms with all the time constraints so one way I get around this is you get around the whole idea of using an author's chair is to have students use writing partners. This way they know exactly who they will be sharing with and which partner will be going first. So again, this goes back to minimizing transition times and helps with keeping on the tight five minute share schedule. Depending on what students are sharing, you may have both students share in the time allotted. Other days, maybe only one partner gets to share, and then the following day, the partner that didn't share, shares. During writing conferences, remember which are taking place during our independent writing time, you will notice an incredible student example you want to share with the class. Maybe that day, instead of having partner share time, you're going to use that five minutes to showcase the student's work to the whole class. Okay, now the very last thing I have to free up some time is working on a split schedule. Now, I'm not really a fan of a split schedule, and that's more just me always forgetting which is an A day, which is a B day, what am I doing this day? So I don't like having a split schedule, but it might work for you. So try it and see. Don't just do away with it because I say I don't like it. (laughs) So... This means you're alternating different days for things like your writing mini lessons, your share time, or your conferences. So you just kind of need to play around with what's going to work best for you. Jen from Out of This World Literacy has a really great blog post and it's also a podcast episode that details her idea of an AB split schedule in a 30-minute writing block. So you can go ahead and search for that on her website. Or I have it linked on my sharedteaching.com with this episode, and you can find it there. So I want to know which of these writing workshop schedules fits your classroom best. Is it the 60 minutes, you lucky ducky? Is it the 45 minutes like me? Or is it the 30 minute writing schedule? Or do you have like some random amount of minutes and you just don't know how it's going to work? You can always reach out to me and let me know, and I'm happy to help you. So thank you so much for listening, and I want to have you stick around for just a minute. And if you are finding my episodes on writing useful, make sure that you are reaching out to me, susan at sharedteaching.com. As I begin to start launching my newest course, which is all about helping teachers learn the art of teaching writing in their first or second grade classroom. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, please reach out to me or make sure you are on my email list as I will be sending out more information shortly. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode, and I will be here again next week with a new episode. Bye for now. If you've loved this show, then join me in sharing the teaching, hitting that subscribe button, and leaving us a review on iTunes, so we can be found by more teachers like you who are ready to start sharing the workload. I hope you've enjoyed this episode find new episodes each week on sharedteaching.com Thanks for listening to the Share Teaching Podcast. So thank you so much for tuning, tuning in for this episode.